0: What are the best and worst matchups for your quarterbacks and running backs here in week eight for fantasy football? What are the rankings looking like, and who should you start and sit? So I'm breaking out right here, right now, for those positions. We began another matchup Wednesday, only on Locked On Fantasy Football. Our Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day greetings everyone and welcome to another edition of the locked on fantasy football podcast As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm running about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com Tuesday afternoon slash evening. I put up my stardom sitem column every week there. It's your comprehensive look, the rankings, players I like in their matchups this week, the ones that I would avoid based on their matchups. But looking at the positions as a whole here, so what we do on Lockdown Fantasy Football, a new version of matchup Wednesday, matchup Thursday here for the season. We're gonna look at the quarterbacks and running backs today. And then we'll come back, look at wide receivers, tight ends, and defenses there for you on tomorrow's show matchup Thursday. So a double dose of breaking down here the week eight games from a positional perspective for you as we look through all the games here of week number eight. A quick note before we start: the Chargers and Chiefs are off. So if you had Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes need uh, some help there to replace Austin Eckler or Travis Kelsey, we're going to help you with that as well, with players that you can look at here. And a lot of the available quarterbacks and tight ends that we did expect on the board here this week. So we'll get into those. We'll get the quarterbacks today. We'll get the tight ends as part of the receiver look tomorrow here at Locked On Fantasy Football. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen today. We are free and available to you on all platforms. All right, let's dive right in here to the quarterbacks, and uh, let's get to the rankings first and uh, break down the top of the board here. Guess who it is? It's Josh Allen at home against the Packers. The Packers' struggling defense there against Ty- Taylor Heineke last week. So Josh Allen at home they're Double-digit favorites. First time Aaron Rodgers has been that big of an underdog on the road here, so Allen sitting comfortably at home. There's no Mahomes or Herbert on the board. He is your clear number one. You're out question for this week. Coming back from his own buy. I have Joe Burrow at number two here. I mean, he's just bringing it here with Jamar Chase the last two weeks. I know the matchup's been off the charts good against two NFC South teams, the Saints and Falcons. But it's not bad against an NFC North team this week. It's on the road in Cleveland. They I mean, can run on Cleveland, but – We also know you can pass on Cleveland. They've been struggling overall defensively. The Browns have, so it's a good matchup here. Joe Burrow's just feeling it. He's red hot here with his receivers, led by Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd in a big game last week. T. Higgins uh, just getting fully up to speed from that ankle injury. So Burrow's back at it, shredding with his elite wide receivers here. That's what we're seeing. So Joe Burrow easily comes in at number two here. Jalen Hurts returns from his bye. He gets the Steelers at home, and it's a great matchup for him as well because Steelers can give it up in the running game. We saw that with Raheem Mostert, so the Eagles like to stay grounded with Hurts and Miles Sanders, but they can also put it up in the air. The Eagles have the receivers with A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith to drive this uh, Steelers secondary up the wall here, so it's not a very good matchup on the road for the Steelers' defense, and Jalen Hurts and the Eagles should take advantage. so Josh, Joe, and Jalen are easily the top quarterbacks on the board this week here. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen ends up there with the highest scoring. But the three great smash spots for these uh, quarterbacks here this week. Kyler Murray I also love this week at the Vikings. There's going to be at least high game volume here from him in the passing game. He's uh, running well again. He's uh, doing his thing with his receivers. He's got DeAndre Hopkins back. The Vikings secondary is not bad. They have the former Cardinal, Patrick Peterson, out there. But Cameron Dantzler is beatable on the other side. The Inside, they're a bit vulnerable against the tight end, which is going to be good for Zach Ertz playing off Hopkins. So look at that. Kyler Murray is in a good position to succeed here, no matter how you look at it, against the Vikings, defensive matchup, the way the game might go, all that good stuff here. So Kyler Murray, I know the narrative has been he's underwhelming for fantasy, but he's still about where we drafted him in relation to the other quarterbacks with his production. That's all you're looking for here. He may not be that high-ceiling guy that we expected, but he's still getting it done with his floor here from week to week. Lamar Jackson, his floor has dropped out here the last several weeks. We keep starting him because Lamar Jackson don't want to miss out there. But the rushing numbers have kind of saved him a little bit. He hasn't had the touchdowns in the explosive games. When those don't happen, he's not scoring touchdown passes through the air, which can be very frustrating. Last week... Having uh, the Cleveland matchup, uh, Mark Andrews clearly not at full strength this week. Now you look at Rashad Bateman. He had a pitch count slash snap count there. So you didn't have his two key weapons at full strength in that game. And Lamar didn't get enough done running, and they had Gus Edwards return. So Edwards also pilfered two red zone touchdowns that were the potential to save Lamar's day. So keep the expectations tempered for the Buccaneers but it is extremely hard to sit Lamar Jackson for some of the other quarterbacks that are on the board here this week it just really depends if you've got a high-end option maybe one of the next two you might have on your team but I'm looking at it as Lamar again you don't want to miss out on the big game the Buccaneers defense hasn't been all that shut down of late but giving up things to the quarterback so Again, Lamar comes in at five among those guys that you would no brainerly really start here without Herbert and Mahomes in the equation. All right, let's go to the quarterbacks I like this week here. Well, let's look into the matchups here. Tua Tagvola, a little bit disappointing there against the Steelers. They had the touchdown to but it was a field goal fest. It was a pass from Tagvola to Mostert last week. So, the hard thing to say there overall but now it's the lions it's not hard to say that the lions defense stinks and look two has got the weapons here they're going to make mistakes and coverage against Tyreek Hill and Joe Waddle that's all we need to know are the lions going to struggle against the two wide receivers for the Dolphins yeah big time and I think they really contained Hill and Waddle pretty well the Steelers but the Lions are not as well-schemed here on the back end. They're not going to find ways with smoke and mirrors to stop these guys. And Hill was contained, definitely, by the Steelers. But Waddle wasn't throwing the ball enough there in that Pittsburgh game where they could have really pulled away. So in Detroit, I think the squeaky wheels both get the grease. Tua can also get it done with other weapons this week as well, Mike Kisecki, Trent Sherfield, some of these other guys that are peripheral. Maybe a little River Craycraft. Getting a little bit of action in the passing game in the red zone, but Tua, I like this week a lot in that Lions matchup. All right, Kirk Cousins. So I love when you go back and forth here and you look at Cousins versus Kyler Murray. This is a game that you want to expose yourself quite a bit to DFS players for sure. I think it's going to be back and forth. You have Justin Jefferson and DeAndre Hopkins. You got the weapons. You got Adam Thielen to help out Kirk Cousins here, but. Coming off a of bye, I do like the Vikings and being sharp offensively, throwing the ball pretty well against the Cardinals this week. Cardinals have been overachieving a little bit with their past defense. We know the big plays came last week from Marco Wilson and Isaiah Simmons, uh, the linebacker, but Wilson and uh, Byron Murphy Jr., their corners, can struggle a bit in coverage. I don't think it's a good matchup there for them against Jefferson. I don't think it's a great matchup against Adam Thielen, and I think you also know that the tight end, Irv Smith, can uh, do some damage here. So all adding up to a very good game game for kirk cousins it's the 1 p.m eastern window at home usually fares pretty well here in minnesota so kirk cousins yeah lock him up in your lineups daniel jones yeah you got to keep playing daniel jones at this point if you've been sneakily streaming him as a regular starter here you haven't had the big ceiling like his floor has been pretty decent but you haven't seen him really explode until last week where he had the 201 through the air 101 on the ground. He is being unleashed as a runner now by Brian Dable, much like Josh Allen. And You look at Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, that influence there between Dable and Mike Kafka is definitely being felt by Daniel Jones. now. If he had better weapons, like if Wanda Robinson could stay healthy and be consistent, and some of those other guys were out there beyond Darius Slayton, and now Daniel Bellinger has an eye injury, then you'd see Jones really putting up the numbers. But right now, he's kind of like Lamar Jackson with limited weapons. And Again, the Seahawks matchup is fantastic this week. I think it'll go pretty high scoring with the running game, setting things up. So Daniel Jones playing off the run, which is a good position for him and working off Saquon Barkley to produce. So Daniel Jones, a good spot here with that rushing floor this week against Seahawks. Now, Derek Carr, disappointing last week. That's because he saw, uh, saw Josh Jacob just run the ball in and just dominate the Texans there. The Saints are a little bit better against the run. They were gashed quite a bit by the Cardinals' combination of Eno Benjamin and Keontae Ingram, but that was because the game script was really negative, and the Cardinals had a big lead. They were trying to protect it and run there. So they're usually good against the run. They've been pretty leaky this year, but they're really bad against the pass. We'll see if Marshawn Lattimore could come back, but Devontae Adams should not be scared about that matchup at all. So Derek Carr really filling in here. This week. So he, I think, can finish as a top 10. I think they have that potential last week, but the touchdowns just didn't come when you have the troika from Jacobs there against the Texans. Now, this is a sneaky play this week, folks. Matthew Stafford, written off maybe, maybe dropped in your leagues, even after uh, just being drafted rather high as a QB1 in the back end. And look, it's a bye week. Sean McVay, I wouldn't put it past him to figure out some things. Van Jefferson might return here for the lineup, so that's key. We also saw Ben Skoranek have a good connection with Stafford before the bye. Alan Robinson started to heat up. We know Cooper Cup is always there. Tyler Higbee, so... The weapons and things might line up, but the 49ers defense a little bit banged up on the back end. I know they have Nick Bosa up front, and this offensive line is without Joe Noteboom now at left tackle, but they should get the center Brian Allen back, so they'll open the interior a little bit. But Stafford, again, is going to put up points in this game, so Stafford, again, this is a Stafford rebound game. It doesn't look like it, but he tends to play well in one of the matchups, usually at home against the 49ers, and this one is the one this week. So I'm not as expecting a ton from him, but 252 with those receivers led by Cup, I think, can get done this week. All right, let's look at uh, Jimmy Garoppolo here in that same matchup. But you figure there's going to be some resistance. Debo Samuel's the key here. Jimmy is not playing with Debo, then it's a little bit concerning. But you have Christian McCaffrey now as an additional weapon that can fill in for what is doing. You've got. Uh, Definitely Brandon Ayuk can step into a good matchup here away from Dale Ramsey. Great. George Kittle is on fire as well with Garoppolo back in the mix. So, again, Garoppolo has been doing the two touchdowns, pushing for the 300 yards, got it last week. Will live with the interception if he can get for 302 for sure with Garoppolo. So, yeah, easily playable there in the top 12 this week. And Davis Mills. Came through last week. I was a little bit skeptical there about what he could do on the road. That was a good sign that he came through. His receivers, however, a bit banged up. Could be without Nico Collins this week, probably with a growing injury. But, yeah, Chris Moore playing. He scored a touchdown. You have uh, Brandon Cooks and uh, the tight end, so by committee there. And a uh, good running game to play off in Damian Pierce, the rookie. So, Dave Smith is a good number. And uh, – to look at, again, you live with the interception there with Grappling Mills, so they can get some volume there. And that's what we expect this week against the Rams and Titans, respectively, in those matchups. Now, Taylor Heineke, you can also look at this week if you need him. He's more of a guy that uh, is based on volume. The Colts are pretty good against the quarterback, so be worried about that. But Sam Ellinger is who I really like in that game. For a cheap cheap streamer deep play say you have Mahomes and Herbert and you just don't want to invest too much capital don't want to use any high priority in a quarterback and don't need a backup for the rest of the time after this week Sam Allinger's out there you can just put him in there he can run to some good numbers I think the commander's defense is all over the place here they'll struggle with his uh running a bit and then you throw it downfield and Manders can't cover anything. So Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman Jr. should be in good spots to produce. Sam Elger, as I mentioned, to Kylan Granson, good chemistry between the two. They were high school teammates there at Austin Westlake. So a lot of things to look at for the former Texas quarterback making his first NFL start that counts. He's flashed pretty well in the preseason this season. Now, in our next segment, we'll look at the quarterbacks that I don't like as much this week. We'll break that down for you. Then we'll start looking at our running backs there for you on the rankings and then we'll go to our running back starts and sits up there based on the matchups of the week that are maybe the fringe starters that you need to make a call on these days every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business that's where linkedin jobs comes in to help you make sure you get the right candidates that's why you have to check it out linkedin jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free you want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified cans available there for your business. And I work on a couple of small businesses here, Sporting News and Locked On. And we have to get the right team in place. We have to look for the right talent. And uh, we know that that's critical to any small business. It's very easy to create a job. You can do it in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs there and post it to showing that you need some help there. And all you have to do after you do that, add your job to the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. There, And there are a lot of uh, candidates out there, but uh, LinkedIn Jobs is going to help you narrow it down to the very best. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown. That's linkedin.com slash To post your job for free, terms and conditions do uh, apply. I'm also thrilled to tell you that this episode of lockdown fantasy football is brought to you by bird dogs. Uh, I got a pair of bird dogs. Uh, shorts there as well as uh, some joggers. They were so comfortable. I was so amazed. They're they're fun. They've got fun names and really the comfort level. I have liners and the shorts that I got to just cool, comfortable there. If I'm just uh, lounging around the house or taking a brief walk around the neighborhood, they're really comfortable. The joggers as well. Or you can use them as athleisure or you can just have them to be lazy around the house on the weekend so i do like uh anything that i've gotten from bird dog so far and really bird dogs are going to launch exactly what you're looking for they just got the sweatpants out there they're super comfortable like that cute little charmin bear rubbing up against your thighs you know that comfy little bear family bird dog pants are also perfect for fall golf we know it's that weather here you may not play like tiger on a bender, but you'll feel just as good And the joggers, uh, higher quality than you'll get from Lululemon. They're $20 less. What are we talking about here? Just go buy some bird dogs. Still wear shorts in the winter. doesn't matter if it's Florida or 10 degrees in New England or Chicago. They still have their signature shorts with built-in liners. Trust me, they're very comfortable. The most comfortable shorts in existence, many would say. It's easy to get in on Bird Dogs right now. Just go to birddogs.com and use the promo code Locked On. And they'll throw in that free Bird Dogs rope hat. There, you're watching on YouTube. You can see it. That's the free gift that you'll get with your order, on top of getting your comfortable shorts, joggers, whatever you need there at Bird Dogs. They've got you covered and feel comfortable. That's right. Birddogs.com promo code Locked On boom, a free Bird Dogs rope hat with your pair of Bird Dogs. The most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants. Built in liners, you will not take these off. I promise you. Bird dogs, birddogs.com, there and a special promo for you. Get that free hat with the promo code LOCKED ON. All right, it is uh, time to continue the show here on Locked On Fantasy Football. I do have a programming announcement for you. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter to the most. Exciting news and biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes local experts insights only unlock on can provide lock on sports today available on the SAP, YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, it is uh, time to look at the running back that uh, we will like uh, in our rankings this week. But first, we'll talk quarterbacks that we want to sit and Dak Prescott. Look, it was a shaky return last week, and we thought he might need some time to reset here. They do play the Bears. The Bears play really well their pass defense. I know it was Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones there tonight, night, but those young defensive backs, that they got Jaquan Brisker, Tyler Gordon. They made some plays there. They've been picked on quite a bit there at safety and corner, so... Dak, I'm going to just play it easy. I think this is going to be too easy of a game for the Cowboys as well. And that, If that's the case, they're not going to put Prescott in harm's way and drop him back off. And it's a big Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard game. We'll get into them a little later. But, yeah, I, I saw the one touchdown. It came very late in the game, kind of salvaged some decent return for Dak. But, yeah, it was tough watching him out there. He didn't get the one pass completed to Michael Gallup. It was a grind for CeeDee Lamb to put up numbers. We also had Dalton Schultz. Looked pretty good, but then he tweaked his knee again, so Dak, I want to cool off. I want to wait and see a little bit with him. Now, Geno Smith, he wasn't in our starts, and this is shaky. The Giants' defense is pretty good against the pass. They're very weak against the run, so that's the game plan they're going to have, and then we know that the Seahawks have stalled in the red zone quite a bit, so they're not finishing drives to get those touchdown passes, and DK Metcalf may also not be in action this week with that knee injury, so – that takes away a key weapon who can get Geno Smith those points. Uh, I think they might pivot a little bit, use Will Disley and Noah Fan at tight end, if that would be the case. But I, I think you're looking at a low ceiling if he plays, so and much like last week, maybe get 202 if you're going to play Geno Smith. I you think you can do better than that this week. Tom Brady against the Ravens on Thursday night. You cannot go there. Just the last two weeks, Steelers, Panthers, You can't feel confident. I would not put it past Brady to have a big rebound performance, but I'm not going to bet on the fantasy team with some other good options available. Aaron Rodgers, you can't play at Buffalo either. It was a two-touchdown performance there against the commanders, but not the way we expected. We thought he was going to absolutely light up the commanders and said it was two touchdowns to Aaron Jones out of the backfield making some great catches. So Aaron Rodgers, we can't go against that Buffalo defense on the road. Jared Goff, he might be tempting here because of the game script, maybe. The Dolphins, I think, could shut it down. This offense has just been looked inept for the Lions before and after the bye against the Patriots. And then the Cowboys, I know the Dolphins are not at that level of defense, but they can rattle some things home here against Jared Goff here this week. I know this previously were also on the road, but I'm not going to trust Jared Goff against the Dolphins. Trevor Lawrence. Broncos allow the least fantasy points to quarterback, so you can't go there at all this week, especially with him not playing too well. Justin Fields don't chase the points against the Patriots. Much tougher defense on the road this week in the Cowboys. Marcus Mariota, they'll be run heavy. That's going to help Mariota a little bit, but no. You can't go with him against the Panthers. The Panthers are pretty, pretty good against the pass. And Kenny Pickett probably will see his receiver shut down by Darius Slay and James Bradbury, so not a lot there so another tough spot on the road against a pressure defense for Kenny Pickett the young quarterback for the Steelers I think the rookie will turn around time but not where I'm playing him in fantasy this early yet into his starting tenure all right let's go to the running back rankings as promised here Derek Henry has to be top of the list here now Malik Willis there's a chance that he could start for the Titans we saw that the uh, Ryan Tannehill was in walking boot. He didn't feel great, so there's a chance they can make that pivot and just say, we're going to hand it off to Henry often. so that's why I like him more. Kenneth Walker and Saquon Barkley in the same game are my next two up here. Walker looks explosive, outstanding. He's dominating Touches Barkley, also has bounced back pretty well and had a little bit more consistency of late, which we're looking for. Nick Chubb is going to be the offense for the Browns against the Bengals, so he's Going. Josh Jacobs is on fire. You can't send him against the Saints who have not been as stout against the run here this season. Dalvin Cook hubs off a bye. Starting to feel it in the power run-blocking scheme now. of Kevin O'Connell seeing the numbers there. You can run on the Cardinals and be effective, uh, as we saw last week with Alvin Kamara of New Orleans. Jonathan Taylor, I think he's actually helped by the Sam Ellinger move. That means more rushing attempts. You have a mobile quarterback off which to play this week. That offensive line is going to respond. I think the Colts are going to have their best offensive output. We've seen it in a while. And, again, it really comes down to the Colts being at home. I think they're more comfortable producing. So it's a good spot for Ellinger Taylor principals there. Travis Etienne now has the backfield to himself. I have him at number eight this week. Yeah. So yeah, the trade of James Robinson going to the Jets to help them replace injured Brees Hall. So now you have Etienne here suiting up for the Jaguars. The Broncos have been shakier versus the run that you think. That's why I like him in the top 10. He's also a very depth receiver. Joe Mixon, the Browns' run defense stinks. Mixon should maybe get a few more carries this week. Damien Pierce is always going to be an RB1 with the volume he's getting for the Texans. The Titans' run defense is pretty vulnerable. They did allow Taylor to run pretty well yards per carry, but they abandoned it too early. Ramondre Stevenson, Damien Harris, not too much of a threat here. The Jets, you're going to have to run on them to beat them. Christian McCaffrey here against the Rams. A tougher matchup. They were pretty good in coverage against the running backs, but it's Christian McCaffrey. He's going to be fine here. The if Debo's out, McCaffrey gets a bump up for more receptions there. Alvin Kamara at home against the Raiders. The Raiders are terrible. They're in all aspects of their defense. So Damian Pierce had some success with good volume with yardage. Then Kamara gets potentially his first, Touchdown of the season. Let's call it this week against the Raiders. Raheem Mostert, the Lions' run defense has been putrid the last few weeks. Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard. Mostert has that kind of speed. It's so a good night. Lions here with Mostert They're running really well now for Miami. DeAndre Swift, if he returns, that's going to help Jared Goff in that offense quite a bit. We'll monitor that. But he's got to be in your lineups there against the Dolphins. Too talented not to do that. And then you look at Leonard Fournette you're going to stick with him. I know the sledding has been rough here, but he could get it done in the passing game against the Ravens this week. So that's mainly what his value has been in the past game and catching touchdowns from Tom Brady that can uh, materialize against the Ravens at home. As they may be bit, go basic with their offense here this week, Aaron Jones, Tough matchup, but maybe they'll stick with the run a little bit more to overcorrect, and the Bills struggle with that if you compound them a little bit. So Aaron Jones, maybe he's going to do more as a runner than the big receiver he blew up as last week. And David Montgomery, we keep dumping on David Montgomery. He's not the most exciting runner, but he powers through, gets what he needs. He got the touchdown last week, some late good yardage there with a surprisingly highly positive game script for Chicago. So... I know the matchup is not great against the Cowboys, but Montgomery's their offense are going to stick to it all day long, as much as possible in that matchup. All right. There's your running back rankings. That would be my top 18. Those are the no brainer plays as we go RB one and halfway in through the RB twos this week. And uh, we can look at the running back data as a good entry point here for playing DFS on Prize picks. Those are which running back you know, numbers you want to go after. We can look at the, the rushing guard totals. And it's a lot of fun to do that here. There are projections available. We'll set it up where you do want to attack the running backs there for sure because you never have it close to 100 yards there, price picks. And, uh, and that's a thing where we want to look at it carefully and find the best uh, projections available that we can look at price picks. It's really easy to play. You pick two to five players. And if they will go score more or less than their price for you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. Just you versus the projections available. Price picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. That includes NFL, NBA now in the regular season, NHL, MLB with the World Series coming up, Phillies and Astros, PGA, college football warming up toward the playoffs, so college basketball around the corner, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, your basketball, cricket, and more entries at Price Picks can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast Withdrawals always at Price Picks. And Price Picks is currently operational in more than 30 states and Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to PricePicks.com to sign up to play Daily Fantasy Sports. There is your promo code on the screen on YouTube They're locked on, and you'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100 there. So that is a sweet deal to get in on now at Price Picks. Here, download the PriceFix app, go to Pricefix app or PricePix.com to sign up to play daily fantasy sports. If you deposit $100, PriceFix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. First-time users can receive up to 100% deposit match there, up to $100 with the promo code LOCKEDON. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to sign up for instant deposit match, up to again, $100 only at PricePix.com. Huh. All right, it is time to close the show looking at our running back starts and sits there on the fringe guys that you look at beyond the RV1 and into the RV2s this week. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard keep riding this wave. It's the Bears, they're still bad against the run. Gave up some big numbers there to Ramondre Stevenson, even when the game was out of hand and the game script was negative. So, Cowboys should have a positive game script here at home. So, Elliott Pollard keep getting it done miles sanders it's a great matchup here he played at penn state it's a matchup between two pennsylvania state teams the steelers and eagles so good stuff here for sanders this is a very good spot for him to produce after what we saw most do the steelers run defense really weak part of their defense for sure brian robinson is the man here getting the high volume here for the commanders they're playing in indianapolis this week so he is going to get some volume. I don't think the game script went too out of hand, but you can also look at Antonio Gibson and deeper PPR leaning leagues here for a plug and play this week. Say I have Austin Eckler, you're hurting at running back, and you just want somebody to get you those numbers there. Gibson can do that this week here. So Brian Robinson in every league should be out there as an RB2, while Gibson does have appeal in deeper leagues as PPR. Because of his new role here, Justin taking over the JD McKissick role for the commanders of all developments happening in Washington. James Conner is expected to return. He was close last week with a ribs injury here. And if he's playing, he's out there for your team. I I don't think they're just going to shift. You know, Benjamin, we're getting the key looks here. I think Keontae Ingram goes back to being a distant third on the depth chart and usage here. But they like Conner. They went out and uh, got him back here. So Conner is a lifeblood. And that's going to really help uh, Tyler Murray as well with the running because Conner is such a good, powerful threat in the red zone. Gus Edwards, I know the matchup was tough against the Buccaneers. Typically stout run defense, but they sprung some leaks against the Panthers' combination of Donta Foreman and Chuba Hubbard last week. So really like Gus Edwards to keep it up, and he's going to get the volume here. That's what the Ravens are going to lean on with their tight end and wide receiver injuries. And speaking of Dante Foreman and Chuba Hubbard, they get the Falcons this week. Falcons uh, gave it up to Joe Nixon to some degree, but uh, this is the lifeblood of the Panthers' offense now, even without Christian McCaffrey. So Foreman and Hubbard, valuable. Hubbard should be fine after having a late tweak there against the Buccaneers. But both of those guys are good plays as flexes this week. At worst, if you're desperate, you can go with RB twos. Again, if you have Clyde and or Eckler off, that's where you can look at it here this week. So good stuff there at the running backs that I would play this week. Now, one running back, not a list, and Najee Harris has done nothing here to merit that he should be guy we're going to play. He's really touchdown dependent, but there's a lot of running backs like that on the fringes that can get you a touchdown there. But the other numbers, if he doesn't have the touchdown, not great, so park him against the Eagles. Devin Singletary, we're going to play in that narrative where if it's a close game, Singletary gets some run here. It's not going to be a close game. I don't think he gets the Packers, so I can't feel up for Singletary. James Cook probably going to play cleanup time. Speaking of James, James Robinson. He's now a jet and a tough matchup. I think the Patriots are really going to shore themselves up against the run. They got gashed by the Bears. So, you know, without the threat there of Zach Wilson and the passing game of Corey Davis, especially hurting, and they'll feel confident in their defensive backs, I think they are going to focus a lot on James Robinson, Michael Carter, taking them away as Patriots. Damian Harrison had the same game. You can't trust him. He just didn't get any work coming back healthy. So he's active beyond Stevenson, but we didn't see anything there. So Stevenson has taken over this backfield. A.J. Dillon is not taking over the Packers' backfield. He's just not good right now. Just the numbers are not there. They're not committed to running him. The Bills can be run on. That's how you kind of beat them. You wear them down with the running game, but I just don't see Dillon all of a sudden being a big factor in this offense. Kareem Hunt, same deal. They've been a lot on Nick Chubb, and he could be traded. That could change things as well, but I don't know if that trade will go down before next week. Tyler Algier looked pretty good. The Panthers are vulnerable against the run, but they've cleaned that up a little bit. So, I don't like the committee there, and I just don't still like the Falcons in this matchup all that much. They really don't like either team all that much. Daryl Henderson and looking at uh, him and just not going to trust him because we could have Kyron Williams, the rookie, be activated in this game. They could change their running back philosophy completely here. So, I'm not going to go with the Rams with an unknown there. Jamal Williams, it's been fun, but not against the Dolphins. But, Davis Murray, I know by the numbers, the the this matchup is good against the Jaguars who've struggled against the run in recent weeks, but I don't know if I can go there this week, especially if Melvin Gordon gets a run and starts this game. And then I'm not sure about the status of Mike Boone, the Jaguars are going to come out and stop the run and force other things to beat them in this game. So never thought I'd see that with a Russell Wilson team in London, but you know, <laughs> I think you want Russell Wilson to try to beat you. So take away that running game. If you're the Jaguars this week so there you have it there's a breakdown here of your quarterback and running back matchups our best players there in the rankings as well as start sit advice there based on the matchups for this week we'll come back tomorrow look at wide receivers and tight ends and defenses there that you should consider how they stack up against each other the fringe plays that you should Put in your lineups and the ones that you should avoid. Thanks for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your personal today. For a second listen today, check out Lockdown Sports today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports today available on the app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Lockdown Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Have a great Wednesday, and we'll check you out there tomorrow, Thursday, breaking down the. Matchups for wide receivers, tight ends, and defenses. Fantasy football week eight.